0: So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today.
1: We hope you'll enjoy it.
0: Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Ocean. Let's start episode 652 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by James. He writes that he is struggling with sitting down and learning a new repertoire. With all the performances and recitals I've been doing, it's hard to set aside time to learn new things. So, James is our YouTuber friend. And um, he uh, he plays very frequently uh, both recitals and new, new videos, records new videos. Do you know what I'm talking about,
1: Yes, of course I know. He's very prolific.
0: Yes, and uh, we've been chatting with him, and uh, he, he, he wrote this question. Especially when he was playing um, uh, a lot of live recitals, both in his church and uh, on on YouTube as collaborations and solos. Um, at that time, he was struggling to learn something new because all the pieces on his programs or most of the pieces on his programs were repeat things. Right, Osha?
1: Yes, I guess so.
0: So, do you think a lot of organists, uh, prolific uh, concert organists struggle with this?
1: Probably, yes, but I think you still have to find time to do it, maybe, you know, to, to perform publicly less and instead of, I don't know, to learn something new. It, it depends what is more important for you, but, you know, after a while, if you will play only the old repertoire, uh, probably you will not improve as much as you would if you would learn also a new repertoire.
0: For me, um, uh, it was the opposite, actually. Uh, I would learn a lot of things, new things, but struggled to put all of them in a recital. I remember at the moment when he wrote this question, I was thinking that it's quite the opposite for me because I wasn't playing many recitals at that moment, but recording a lot.
1: So basically, the true lies somewhere in between of these two extremes?
0: Well, probably you're right, and uh, it's interesting what... Uh, What is your take on this? Do you struggle more with um, uh, gathering programs for recitals or learning new things?
1: Basically, I'm struggling most at finding time to sit at the organ bench and to play something, especially now when the spring came.
0: What's so special about the spring?
1: Because I have extra work to do at school. As always. But I I hope that, you know, when the June will start, of course, I will still have working, but I will have more time to practice and to learn something or to finish some pieces that I have started learning. Such as? Such as C minor, Bach's Prelude and Fugue, which I have actually played more than 20 years ago, so it's basically like a new piece for me. BWV
0: 546.
1: Yes, and then to learn six pieces of Jean-Demisieu.
0: Six chorale preludes from the cycle of 12. That's right. And who will play the rest of this?
1: Of course, you will. But, you know, I'll give you advice for you and for James, for both of you. Because if you know you don't have uh, enough time for whatever reason, is it like to learn new repertoire or to perform more, I would suggest you to chat less with each other. I think you would have plenty of time.
0: You 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 referring about our friendly chats in the morning?
1: Yes, of course.
0: But you see why it is important? He is my my colleague, you know, not only friend but colleague in in a in a way that we both are doing similar things and
1: internet organists, you mean?
0: Yes, virtual organist, and um, we could add to the bunch crypto organists as well because he is also uh, very active in the uh, crypto uh, currency world. Uh, so if I if i'm just sitting down and playing alone preparing for my repertoire and uh, recitals it's kind of lonely you know there is not so many people to talk about because regular organists are different from us
1: okay okay you don't have to defend yourself against me you know i'm i'm supporting you anyway actually i really like when you talk and chat with james why <laughs> I
0: know why. <laughs> because then I leave you alone, right?
1: No, it's just no good for me to know that you have a good friend. Ah. That way you talk less with me about no crypto <laughs> and all I mean. that other things.
0: That's what I meant. Well
1: I wish Australia were you know closer to Lithuania.
0: I, w- I wish they would open their borders first. <laughs> there is no no possibility to ever going uh, to Australia if they keep borders closed.
1: Well, you know, with pandemic developing like that, I don't think it will be very soon when we will open their borders. What now is happening in India, for example.
0: I hope um, all our s- subscribers and listeners are keeping themselves and their families safe?
1: Yes, I hope so too.
0: Staying indoors and practicing. That's why having an instrument at home is so important right now.
1: As this pandemic showed, yes, it's crucial.
0: Imagine we didn't have Hauptwerk, for example. Yes, we have uh, pipe organ, little, two manual, to a rank um, practice organ at home. But, of course, if you, if we wanted to record on this, and I, I was recording previously, of course, but then everything sounds so similar with those two flutes.
1: Yes, but at least you could know simply practice long new repertoire to keep in a good shape. Yes. I think it's still much more than many people can afford to have at their homes.
0: Oh, that's that's totally true. Uh, Because all of our organist friends from Lithuania, or most of them, they need to go to church to practice. And churches were closed, you know, for a long time. I guess now you could go to a church, but But you still have to travel to church. That's the risk, too. Sure. I know only a few organists from Lithuania who have um, organs at home. Very few. I think uh, it's more popular abroad.
1: Yes, for example, in the United States.
0: So going back to James's question about uh, learning new things my also advice is to to keep a good balance maybe schedule your recitals with programs that you are currently learning right, for example you could learn a new piece every day or a part of the piece every day and this piece could be recorded let's say every day or or whenever you feel comfortable, but then uh, your, your repertoire grows and uh, in, in a few weeks, you will be ready to play a, a small recital.
1: Well, you know that recording every day, I don't think is such a great idea because it doesn't help you to learn like major pieces. because what can you learn in one day? But I think what I could suggest that you, you know you always will be working at least on one major piece of organ composer in addition yes and you know i think on a long run you would still learn it someday maybe not you know in a week or two or three but maybe in a month or two
0: right Uh, this week actually i was struggling with trio sonata number one by bach and um, of course this is a major piece I, I would never dream to learn all three movements in one day and record it, but it's part of my upcoming uh, recital program with, with you, uh, right? Where you will be playing C minor by Bach and Demetio, and I will be playing this trio sonata and the rest of the Demetio preludes. Uh, so. So I was struggling because even the first movement is is a long one and uh, and quite complex virtuosic three-part writing polyphonic style uh, and even though I made a video of, of of mastering this piece in eight steps obviously I was not able to master this piece in one sitting I needed I think 3 days recorded. Uh, first day I the first day I did a, v- a video and the second day I attempted to record it, but w- was not entirely successful and the third day I was finally successful with the first movement. so it took only uh, uh, three s- tries, uh, three sessions, long sessions for me. Uh, so every three days, I would record probably a trio sonata movement. That's good, right?
1: Yes, very good. Mm. Too good, actually.
0: But that's that's I don't know if it's sustainable. But there are only eighteen movements, <laughs> oh, total six sonatas. So, but it's a good project, but um, but very very strenuous, like a ma- marathon. So you have to find something that works for yourself, obviously, right, Osha? Sure. With your life obligations, life and work balance, and if organ playing is not your main job, it's a hobby, right? Or, for example, if you are a full-time church organist, but learning new repertoire is not really required, you know, you could get away with... A simple prelude and postlude uh, or improvisation, even with very little preparation and a bunch of hymns which you could actually sight read. So, then you, if you do this for a long time, you will not learn anything new. That's right. So, keep in perspective your long term goals. Then, thank you guys. We hope this was useful. This was with us and Osha. Please send us your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember when you practice.
1: Miracles happen.
0: This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online.
1: It has hundreds of courses, coaching and practice materials for every area of organ playing. Thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online.
0: Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music, and much, much more.
1: Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime.
0: If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs.
1: Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing.